So by the word Jyoti we should take some elemental light, some material light such as sun etc. So such luminary like that is what the word Jyoti should mean. And for this presenting different evidences, one the Shruti, then Linga. So then he is presenting Shruti and Linga. Shruti is basically the word Jyoti. And the Vachyas are commonly understood meaning or the familiar use of the word Jyoti is in the sense of a luminary such as sun etc. And then different linga or indicative marks also are mentioned here in this very passage which point out that this Jyoti should mean a luminary such as sun. <coughs> so first of all Prasiddhi that word Jyoti is used in the sense of commonly used in the sense of somebody something like sun or moon which are opposed to darkness. So Jyoti is that which is opposed to darkness, which dispels darkness. <coughs> then Deepyate. Secondly, this is the Linga. The word Deepyate shines also is commonly employed for a light such as sun. Because Brahman, Rupa Advihidam Brahmanahi Deepyate iti Mukhyam Shrutim Arhati. So Deepyate is also Shruti, that it shines. And that Brahman cannot be said to shine because only what can shine? That which has form, 
that which has color, that alone can shine because it's a light which illumines. Brahman is not a physical light, doesn't have a form, doesn't have a color, etc. <coughs> then also, Du Mariyada Sutescha. So, Athayat Atah Paro Divo Jyotir Deepyade. So, Divaha Parastat, so that which shines beyond the heaven. Now, Brahman is all pervading. So, Brahmana Sarvatma Sarvatmakasya. Brahman is all pervading, selva pervading, selva fall. You cannot say it is only confined to above heaven, not below heaven. <coughs> then further also, Sarvatav prashteshu, anuttameshu, uttameshu, lokeshu, idicha. Also this jyoti in this passage is described having, as having so adharabahutva shrutihi. That this jyoti has many adhara has many locations. So, and Brahman cannot have many locations. Therefore also, this cannot be Brahman. Further, idam vavatadyat idam asminantah purushe jyoti. Again the passage says that, upon this jyoti of the light which is in the stomach, we should superimpose the idea of, of this jyoti. So, for adhya superimposition, you require sadhvisa similarity. So light, so-called light in the stomach is a material physical light and Sadrusha is Aditya also is a physical light. Therefore, because of that similarity, it is possible to superimpose the idea of sun, etc. upon this light which is in the stomach. <coughs> also, Tasyesha Drishtihi, Tasyesha Shrutihi. So, Prasiddham Abrahmatvam, that's all then. So, this light in the stomach is an inert light, is a material light because it is heard and it is, it is seen, it is seen and it is heard. So, what can be seen and what can be heard cannot be Param Brahma. <coughs> and also we are asked to meditate upon this Jyoti as that which is seen, that which is heard. <coughs> Then further, Chakshushya Shruto Bhavati Yevam Veda. And what is the result of this meditation? One becomes beautiful, good to look at, and one becomes famous or well known. So this is a, an insignificant material result, so worldly result. So the Mahatayi uh, Phalaya Brahmopasanam Ishade. Meditation on Brahman, which is limitless, which is great, that result also should be great. Not this insignificant result like that. Therefore also, this Jyoti upon which you meditate cannot be Brahman, has to be something like this sun, etc. This is Anyadapi Kinchiswavakya Prana Akasva Jyotisha Asti Brahmalingam. See, in the previous Adhikarana of the topics, that prana was interpreted as Brahma, but Akasha was interpreted as Brahma because the very same passages where prana and Akasha were mentioned, that is where itself indicate the signs that prana was described as that which is source of all the beings, unto which all the beings go back, and that is the description of Brahman. So also Akasha. So in those very passages, there were indicated signs to indicate that, there were signs to indicate that prana or Akasha should mean Brahma. 
But here, in this particular passage, we do not find any signs indicating that Jyoti should be Param Brahma. <coughs> All these different arguments are made by the Purupakshi to establish the case that word Jyoti in this passage should mean a physical or material elemental light such as sun. <coughs> On the page 143, continuing. In the sixth line from the top, says also Ratnavrava in the fifth line, Nanu Tripadasya Bhatam Devedi Urvakto Vakyoktam Brahma Atra Jyotif Padena Grishyadam Iti. So we say that all right, in the previous passage talked about. Padosya Vishwabhutani Tripadasya Amrutam Devi. That this one has the all the beings as one quarter or one foot and its three feet are immortal, which abide in its own glory. So that is clearly the description of Param Brahma. So Tripadasya Amrutam Devi. The immortal three feet of Brahman or three quarters of Brahman, they abide in its own glory. There is clearly a description of Brahma. the Pura Vakyoktam Brahma. So Brahman that was described in the previous passage. Atra Jyotih Padena Grishyadam. This is immediate passage. So that should be a continuity of thought, a continuity of idea. In the previous passage presents the idea of Brahma. Then all of a sudden this passage cannot present the idea of a material light such as sun. So same idea should continue. Therefore, a reasonable argument is that very same Brahman can be understood as being meant by the word Jyot in this passage. So it is having raised that doubt, the Purupakshi answers that doubt, Nachayati. Nachayati. Brahma Nirdishtamasti. Gayatriva idam sarvam bhutam. Gayatriva idam sarvam bhutam. Iti chando Oh, it comes in the previous passage. So this is the thirteenth section, the twelfth section. Right. Saisha Chatushpada Sadvida Gayatri Tadeta Chircha Abhyanuktam. So this was the thirteenth passage in the previous passage, twelfth passage. Saisha Chatushpada Sadvida Gayatri. So this is indeed the Gayatri having four feet, each foot having six letters, Sadvida and six-fold Gayatri. Tadeta jrucha anabhyuktam, abhyanuktam. This is what the mantra says. Tavanasya mahima tato jayam shapurushaha padosya sarvabhutani tripadasya amrutam diviti. That this is the glory of this, of the Gayatri. Tato jayam shapurushaha. The purusha paramatma is of course much greater beyond that. 
Padosya Sarvabhutani, that all the beings are just one quarter. Tripadasya Murtam Devi is three quarters immortal in the heaven. So this is what is referred to here. <coughs> So, Nacha Purvasmanibhya Vakke Brahma Nirdishtamasti Gayatriva Idam Saramhutamiti Chandra Nirdeshat. And so, the previous passage talks about Gayatri. You see, what happens is the word Brahman is not mentioned here. And even the beginning of this twelfth, Gayatriva Idam Saramhutam. Yadam kincha vagvai gayatri, so vag is gayatri and then prithvi is gayatri, then idam shariram is gayatri, then ime prana, and then itasmine, then rudayam, you know, so rudayam pranaha, so prithvi, shariram, rudayam pranaha, before the vag, so all of these are mentioned as gayatri. And saisos gayatri va idam sarambhutam. Then the whole context is, of course, it appears like it is meditation on Gayatri. Whereas, the understanding is that, as we will decide here, that it is meditation on Brahman as identified with Gayatri, or Gayatri as the very Alambana, so upon Gayatri, superimposed idea of Brahman. So, in fact, even though outwardly this passage appears to present meditation on Gayatri, it is meditation on Brahman. Because, Sāyesha Chatushpada Chadvida Gayatri. <coughs> Gayatri has four feet and is six kinds. Tāvanasya Mahima. Of that Gayatri, this is the glory or the greatness. That it is all this Gayatri va idam saram bhūtam. That Gayatri is all these beings. Then it is speech and then it is prasvi. So speech is the support of all the beings, prasvi also is, and the same prasvi is in this body, and the same body is in the heart, and then it is in the prana. So this is how tāvānasya mahima, that Gayatri is all these beings, tato jāyāmsya pūrvat, then purusha, the paramātmā is greater than that. Pādosya sarvābhūtāni, tripādasya amṛtam devi, all the beings are only one quarter, and the three quarters, this immortal, that is in the heaven. In all of these passages, in this description, there is no word Brahman, it's all Gayatri. So this is, this is what the Purupakshi refers to. That, Tatrahi, so Nacha Purvasmin Vivakya Brahman Nirdishtam Asti. This 13th passage or 13th section, in the previous section, 12th section also, we do not find Brahma as being mentioned there. Brahman nirdishtam nasti. That is, Brahman is not mentioned there, not indicated there. Gayatriva idam sarambhutam. The whole section or twelfth section pertains to Gayatri and the beginning was Gayatriva idam sarambhutam. Gayatri is indeed all the beings. <coughs> then Gayatri speech and speech is all the beings. That's how Gayatri is all the beings. And the Gayatri is the Prasvi. Because Prasvi is the support of all the beings and Gayatri also being speech is support of all the names and so Gayatri is Prasvi. Same Prasvi is this Sharira. Because just as Prasvi is the support of all the beings, so Sharira also is support of all the beings. Same Sharira is the heart, Rudayam, and the same is Prana and so forth. So there it is Gayatri. 
Sachando Nirdeshat. What is Nirdishtam? What is specifically mentioned in that passage is Chikayatri, which is a chandas, which is a meter. So all that the previous passage talks about is a meter called Gayatri, not about Brahman. So there is no continuity. So you can call it Prakarana means what? That there is a topic under discussion. But then Brahman is not the topic under discussion. What is that discussion is? A meters, namely Gayatri. <coughs> Then say Ratna Prabhupanu Sarvatmakatva Amutatvabyam Brahma Uktamedi Gayatriva Idam Sarvam Padosya Sarvabhutani Tripadasya Amrutam Devi. So one quarter of Gayatri is all the beings, and three quarters of Gayatri they are immortal. So that way, even though the word Gayatri is used, then the Siddhanta says, and say the Sarvatmakatvam, Sarvakatvat, Sarvatmakatva, Amrutatvabhyam. So Gayatriva Idam Sarvam, Padosya Sarvabhutani, that shows that Gayatri is all these beings, self of all, all pervasive. At the same time, Tripadasya Amrutam Devi, the three quarters are immortal. So being the self of all and being immortal are the characteristics of Brahman. So from those characteristics, Brahmauktam, even though it is Gayatri which seems to be outwardly or apparently described, but then the characters of Gayatri, they match with the characters of Brahman. Therefore, we should understand that as a description of Brahman. To that, the Purupakshi says, Athapi kathanchita purvasmin vakye Brahma nirdishtam syat evampi natasya iha pratyavijnana masti. Athabi, suppose, Kathantin, in some way, in some way you say that the previous passage talked about Brahma. How? Chando Dwara, Kathanjit Chando Dwara. That even through this Chandasa meter of Gayatri, suppose you say that it is Brahman that the previous passage talked about, and that's how you say that Kathanjit Purvasmin Vakya Brahman Nirdishtam Syad. So somehow, suppose we accept your explanation that Gayatri means Brahman, because the characteristics of Gayatri, they match with the characteristics of Brahman, they were by Gaya, the word Gayatri or by the meter Gayatri, the Shruti means Brahman. Kathanjit. Suppose we accept that explanation. Athabik Kathanjit Purvasvinvakya Brahman Nirdishtam Syat. Alright. That Brahman is indicated in the previous passage. Evamapi. But there is no continuity. Previous passage talked about Brahman. But this passage doesn't talk about Brahman because in order for continuity to take place, so if you talked about Brahman in the previous passage, this passage also should recall that. So generally speaking, when we are talking on a given topic, then the same topic there is a thread or, con- or continuity of thought of that topic, you know. 
in a consistent presentation you don't jump from one to the other if you are talking about a given topic then the thread of the topic continues at least in shruti it should continue in shastra it should continue even people talk then there is no sometimes vyavastha at all there is no order and ever they talk of something and jump at something else and then come go there and then come back after touring the whole world they come back also hopefully sometimes this the the speakers it was the listeners you know so what were we talking about you know it's possible that then you are so distracted you don't know where you started all of that may happen with reference to the human beings mortal human beings with the limitations so that cannot be the case with shastra so shastra suppose previous passage talk about brahman then shastra should talk about brahman in this passage also and even if the word brahman is not used that's the whole idea if shruti had used word brahman in instead of gayatri and word brahman instead of jyoti then this discussion would not have been necessary but then it used the word gayatri for a reason of course and here also the word jyoti is used for a reason and we have to find out the reason the thing is since this passage does not recall suppose the previous passage talk about brahman and you are thinking about brahman of which one quarter is all this being and three quarters are immortal and that, that idea is that all of a sudden you talk of jyoti some light here so that means that that thought of brahman does not continue in your mind had there been something in this passage which reminded you of brahman then you may have associated this description also with brahman in this passage but there is nothing in this passage which reminds you or brings to your mind brahman which was the topic of the previous passage so therefore evam api natasya pratyabhignanam asti recognition so pratyabhignanam recognize so you same brahman is talked about in this passage that will pratyabhignanam recognition but there is nothing in this passage which can remind you of brahman or in which you can recognize that this is in fact mention of brahman or that brahman is being talked about so then vise tripadasya amrutam divi and asayat atah paro divah jyotihi that divi is the seventh case divah is the fifth case we can say that wait a minute this word divi div means this was heaven so previous passage also refer to heaven so brahman associated with heaven and here also this passage talks about jyoti associated with heaven so that seems to be the connection here and so in the puro pakshe divi divahayati vibhakti bhedat but the previous passage talk about this div is divi seventh case and here it talks about divah fifth case vivakti vedat na pratyavijnayatya therefore we we cannot re- so recollect that does not bring to our mind that is the same heaven that they talked about the previous one you know <coughs> or the same entity in the heaven heaven may have many entities you know so whether the entity namely jyoti talked about in this passage is the same entity as gayatri talked in the previous passage that thing does not come to our mind and therefore the pura paksha continues ta 
ಕರ್ಣತ್ವೇನ ಶ್ರೂಯತೆ ಅನಃ ಪರೋ ದಿವೋಜ್ಯೋತಿ ಲೋಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇಶ್ವರಿಕೇ
because Brahma Linga is not there and the Prakrita Jyoti Linga is there. Therefore, Prakritam Jyotihi. This Jyoti mentioned this passage is Prakritam. Says uh, Ratna Brahma, Prakritehe Jatam Prakritam. So that is born of Prakriti or the primordial matter, meaning Karyam Jyotihi. Karyam Jyotihi means Jyoti which is created light. So this is created light. Brahman is uncreated light. So both can be called Jyoti. Brahman is uncreated light and this is created light. What's the difference? Uncreated light is not perceptible. It is light of consciousness. Created light is perceptible. It can be perceived by eyes. So this is what is meant by the word Jyoti here. So Prakrutehe Jatam Prakrutam Karyamiti. So when this is the situation, based on the arguments of Purupaksha, when now this is the conclusion arrived at, or this is the situation that has arrived at, arisen, that this jyoti is to be interpreted as a prakrutam jyoti or a material light, a created light, brumaha, then the sutrakara has said, so this is what we have to say. <coughs> Jyotiriha Brahmagrahyam Kutaha Charanabhidhanat Padabhidhanat Ityarthaha So Jyotihi Sutra Jyotihi Charanabhidhanat So that's the Sutra. So Jyotihi is a Pratigna. Jyotihi is a Brahmagrahyam since this is a topic discussion about Brahman, therefore, there is a continued the idea of Brahman. So, Jyotihi Brahman. So, Brahma. So, Jyoti, this word Jyoti should mean Brahma. So, by the word Jyoti, we should understand Brahma. Grahyam. So, what is the Shakti of this word? So, what should be the meaning of this word? By the word Jyoti, we should understand Brahma. Then you must provide also what we call Hetu. Kutaha. So on what basis do you say that? Says Nishchita Brahma Lingamina Nasya Brahmatayadi Shankitva. So Nishchita Brahma Lingamina. But this passage does not have any sign that indicates that it is Brahma. So without that, how do you insist that it is Brahma? You can't just make a statement, you know. No, I say it is Brahman. So what? What's the reason why you say that? You know? So you say we say that this is Brahman. What's the reason? So what basis do you have of declaring that Jyotihi in this passage should mean Brahma? So, Nishchita Brahma Lingam Vina. Unless you establish that there is sign which definitely indicates that this is Brahman. You cannot say that this is Brahma. So, Kutaha, that's the question. How do you say that? Then, Charanabhidhanat. Answer is given because of the mention of Charana. Charana means, so what is Charana? Says here, Ramaniya Charanaityadu Charanashabdasya Charitrar Satvat. So, this Charana also can mean Acharanam. Hmm? Ah, right, that's okay. Right. So, Ramaniya Charanaityadu Charanashabdasya Charitrar Satvat. So, he said that those people who conduct themselves well, they go to heaven. 
And those people who conduct themselves miserably, they go to hell. So these are the three. So either you go to heaven or you go to northern path, southern path, or you go to hell, you know. So these three paths are there. <coughs> but this is an expression that comes from Chandogyopan, Ramaniya Charanaha. So that Charana is Acharanam. So those people who conduct themselves well, Ityadav, Charana Shabdasya, Charitra Arthatvat, there the word Charana means Charitra or Acharana or conduct. So those people who conduct themselves well, so word Charana also is in the sense of conduct. Atravi Tathayadihi, so how do you understand even Sutra? Jyotihi Charana Vidhanat. Says Pada Vidhana, then it's okay. If word Pada was used by Sutrakara, then it would have been very clear. Sutrakara Charana Vidhanat. Deva Bhashakara said, Pada Vidhana Dityartha. So word Charana should be understood as Pada, as foot and not as Acharam. So that's what Acharam Nirastyati. Ratnamaraja says, Acharam Nirastyati. So meaning of the word Charana is not achara. So that is, that is, you know, dismissed here by saying that charana means pada. So pada vidana the meaning is that this jyot is param brahma because the, the previous passage talks about quarter, pada. And that quarter means that it is param, the previous topic is not gayatri but param brahma. And then the same param brahma is the topic of this passage also. <coughs> Padamachi padam asmin vakyana dushtamidhi Alright. Charana vidhanat or pada vidhanat because of mention the word pada. But where is pada? In this passage that we are talking atah paro divaha jyotihi etc. There is no word pada here. So pada vachi padam either pada, charana or anything like that which can mean a quarter or which can mean a foot we don't find any word like that in this passage. So there were Bhashyakara says Purvasmanhi. Purvasmanhi vakye. Tattu chatushpad brahma nirdishtam. Tavanasya mahima. Tato jayam shapurushah. Padosya sarva bhutani. Tripadasya amrutam divi iti anena mantrena Purvasmini vakya. So, in the previous passage, we talked about Gayatri. Chatushpad Brahmanirdishtam. So, when previous passage talks about Gayatri having four feet, it is Brahman that is what is indicated there. Tavanasya Mahima, Tato Jayam Shapurusha. So this is the Mahima, this is the glory of this Gayatri, of this entity called Gayatri, that it, one quarter of that is all these beings. So Gayatri va idam sarvam, all of this is Gayatri, so this much is the Mahima of Gayatri. Tato Jayam Shapurusha, but Purusha the Paramatma or all pervading being is greater than that. Padosya sarva bhutani. All the beings are, so gayatri vayadam sarva. 
Gayatri is all of this. He says, no, no, that is only one quarter of Gayatri. Padosya Sarvabhutani. All the beings are only one quarter of Gayatri. Tipadasya Amritam Devi. The three quarters which immortal is not here. It is in heaven. It is transcendental. It is anena mantrena. So, because the mantra was quoted, you know, so rucha abhyanuktam. It is by mantra that this idea is conveyed. So, therefore, the previous passage quoted a mantra. This is mantra. So, by this mantra, what is meant is Brahman. <coughs> so, purvasmini vakya chatushpad brahman nirdishtam. In the discussion of Gayatri, the Shruti actually quoted a mantra which describes Brahma. So Shruti means that Gayatri is Brahma. And this is the description of Brahma. So here it, the word is Purusha. It doesn't even say Brahma. But then this, this description is of Paramatma or Brahma. <coughs> Say Ratna Brahma. So Chatushpada Shadvidha Gayatri. So Gayatri va idam sarvam bhutam. Vagvai Gayatri. Yayam prasvi. Yidam shariram. Yidasmin purushe rudem. Ime pranahaiti. So Gayatri va idam sarvam bhutam. So bhuta. Gayatri vai vagvai Gayatri. So vag. Yayam prasvi. So prasvi. Yidam shariram. Shariram. Yadasmin purushe rudem, rudem. Ime prana, prana, the six entities are there. Bhuta, vak, prasivi, sharira, rudaya, and prana. Iti. Bhuta, vak, prasivi, sharira, rudaya, prana, atmika, shadvida. Thus Gayatri is sixfold, because that's what Suti says. Then Shad Viraksha Chatushpada. Gayatri is known to only three quarters actually. Or each of eight letters each. So Gayatri has three quarters or three charana. But then totally twenty-four letters are there. Formally all the meters are four quarters. All of them had six letters. Except Gayatri got, you know, these two more letters, etc. But then Said be Akshari, so one description is Gayatri brought those letters and gave them back to Jagati and, and Trishtup, so all the letters were given back. So Gayatri remained with six letters as before. That's another description. So Said be Akshari, Chatushpada Gayatri. So thus Gayatri is six, of six types and has four quarters. So Chatushpada Shadvida Gayatri. Yaduktam Tavan Tat Parimanaha Sarva Prapanchaha Asya Gayatri Anugatasya Brahmanaha Mahima Vibhuti Purushastu Purna Brahma Rupaha Ataha Prapancha Jayan Adhikaha So that is where it was said there. That Tavan, Tavan means so Tavan Asya Mahima. What is Tavan? Tat Parimana. Of that much. So that much is the Mahima of the glory of this Gayatri. So, Tavan Tat Parimanaha. So, what's the, how big, how much is the Mahima? Sarvaha Prapanchaha. So, Tavan Asya Mahima. So, Tavan means what? Sarvaha Prapanchaha. That much. Meaning, all this Prapancha, all this universe is the Mahima, the glory of that, of Gayatri. Asya means what? 
तावन अस्य महिमा अस्य गायत्री अनुगत से ब्रह्मण है महिमा सो इज नॉट महिमा ऑफ गायत्री महिमा ऑफ ब्रह्मन विच इज आइडेंटिफाइड विद गायत्री महिमा विभूति ग्लोरी सो ऑल द बींग्स आर द ग्लोरी ऑफ गाय ऑफ ब्रह्मन विच इज आइडेंटिफाइड विद गायत्री देन ततो जायाम से पुरुष है पुरुषस्तु पूर्ण ब्रह्म रूप है पुरुष मीन्स पूर्ण है दैट विच इज कंप्लीट और होल मीनिंग ब्रह्म रूप है अतः प्रपंचा जायान अधिक है दैट पुरुष और परमात्मा इज अधिक है इज ग्रेटर देन दिस यूनिवर्स विच इज विजिबल आधिक्य मेवाह एंड मंत्र इट सेज इन वॉट वे पुरुष और ब्रह्मन इज ग्रेटर देन दिस यूनिवर्स पादोस सर्वाभूतानी त्रिपाद सेमृतम देवी सुपाद सर्व जगत सर्वम जगत एक पाद अंश है तो होल यूनिवर्स इज जस्ट वन क्वार्टर और वन फुट क्वार्टर वन एक्चुअली वन क्वार्टर मीनिंग वन फ्रैक्शन विष्टव्यादम कृष्णम एकांशेन स्थितो जगत इधि स्मृते है Because in Bhagavad Gita also it said that Lord Krishna says that I sustain this whole universe by a fraction of myself. That's why the word "pada" is interpreted as a fraction. So "pada asya sarva sarva bhuta ani tripada asya amrutam devi." Then the second asya. So asya sarvam jagat ega pada hai. Then again asya. अस्य पुरुषस्य दिवी स्वप्रकाश स्वरूपे त्रिपाद अमृत रूपमस्ती द सेम पुरुष और पूर्ण ब्रह्म दिवी स्वप्रकाश स्वरूपे त्रिपाद अमृतम द थ्री क्वार इम वाटर दर इन दिवी इन हेवन वट इज हेवन हेवन इज ऑफ कोर्स दिस लोकल हेवन और हेवन मीन्स दर इज अलौकिकम सो इह लोक दिस दिस इज लौकिकम This universe lokika means that which can be perceived. Heaven is alaukika that cannot be perceived. So in that sense, it is not heaven. Heaven means alaukika, not perceived. Divya khimurta purusha. As Mundakopan says that the purusha is divya, heavenly or divine. That divya is what alaukika. So alaukika means that which is not lokika, which is not the object of perception, meaning Brahman. And so Devi Swaprakasha Swarupe. Thus Brahman abides in heaven. Heaven means alaukika. So that in which it cannot be perceived, meaning that it is shines or it abides in its own self-effulgent glory. Swaprakasha Swarupe Tripat Amrutam Rupamasti. And in its self-effulgent consciousness, consciousness self-effulgent. Brahman actually abides in his own nature. <coughs> Or Devi, so Tripadasya Amrutam Devi, Devi Surya Mandaleva Dhyana Arthamasti. Or you can say that so Devi, if the word Dew is interpreted as heaven, then as sun it shines as heaven for the purpose of meditation. Kalpita Jagataha Brahma Swarupam Anantamasti Tiyartha. The idea is that. So even though Brahman is said to be three quarters and the world is said to be one quarter, what is meant is that Kalpita Jagatha. The Jagat is Kalpita. The reason why Brahman is said to be infinitely greater than this universe, the universe is said to be simply a fraction. 
is because even fraction also is not right, as Ratnavaraka himself had said. So says, Yatha loke padat padatrayam adhikam. Just as in our common parlance, so three quarters are greater than one quarter. Tatha idam adhikam iti bodhanartham. So idea is not three quarters and one quarter. But just as three quarters are bigger or greater than one quarter, so also what is meant is that Brahman is greater than the Jagat. So, Bhodhanartham, Tripat, Amrutam, Vidyuktam, that immortal is only three quarters, is not to be meant literally, but immortal is greater than this. Na Tripadatvam, Vivakshitam, Mantavyam. So, we should not take this literally and say that Brahman is three quarters and the universe is one quarter. In that case, they would enjoy the same degree of reality. That's not the case. So, the universe is what? Only Kalpitam. It is Mithya. Projected and ever does not have independent or true reality. Whereas Brahman is Paramartakam. It is absolute reality and ever. This is a comparison. For example, my body is a tangible entity. Then there is a shadow. So, shadow is just a projection. So, my body is how many times? You can say shadow is just one quarter, my body is three quarters. That doesn't mean that body is only three times greater than shadow. Shadow is no existence, no reality at all. As compared to my body is reality, so infinitely greater. So, what is mind is Brahman is infinitely greater than Jagat. The Satyam of the real is infinitely greater than the Mithya or unreal. This is no comparison at all. But then how do you say it is great? And so, this is one way of saying. This is one quarter, that is three quarter. But then, we do not take them literally that Brahman is only three times greater than the universe. It is infinitely greater. That's why it is Amrutam. This is mortal, that is immortal. So, what's the distance between, I mean you would say, a limited number and infinity? What's the distance between one and infinity? Is infinity. Between a million and infinity? Infinity. A billion, trillion, any number which is a number which is limited and the distance between that and infinity is infinity. And so also that this is immortal. And thus that passage talked about Param Brahma. <coughs> Puram Brahma Uktavapi. Alright. So Yatha Kathanchit, you know the Puru had grudgingly admitted that in some way if you if you uh, say that the previous passage talked about Brahma, so we say Rathakatha, even though outwardly talks about Gayatri, but the characters of Gayatri are that of Brahman, therefore the previous passage talks about Brahma, alright. So, Puram Brahmoktavapi, suppose previous passage admitted that previous passage talked about Brahman. Tathapi, Katham Uktahetuna Jyotisha Brahmata, but then this passage talks about Jyotis, Jyotihi. So, how does it say Jyoti is Brahman? So, previous passage talked about Brahman. How does it say this passage talks about Brahman? So, Tatra, then Bhashyakara says, or same thing here, Yad Atah Parahedi, Yad Shabdasya, Prasiddhartatva, Prasiddhartha Vasitvat, Purvakya Prasiddham Brahma Grahyam. The answer is given already here. <coughs> so, Yad Atah Parahedi, Atah Parah Divah Jyotihi. Atha Yad, you know, there is a there is a pronoun yat, 
So that which, so as we say earlier, it is how we discuss prasiddhartha vachit, prasiddhartha vachit vaad. So this pronoun yat or that definitely means something which is already known. You always use the pronoun for a noun which is already known. And so this passage uses the pronoun yat, that, which means that it talks about an entity which is already known. So So you will ask, what is this that? What is this that that the Shruti talks about? So that Jyotihi. So what is that? So then you look at the previous passage. Oh, previous passage talks about Brahman. So it is that Brahman that is this Jyoti. You know. So Prasiddhartavasipat, Purvakya Prasiddham Brahma Grahyam Devar, Brahman which is described are understood in the previous passage is what is meant by the pronoun yat here. This is what we have to understand. <coughs> so Bhashyakara says, Tatra Yachatushpadaha Brahmanaha Tripat Amrutam Yusambandhirupam Nirdishtam Tadeva Iha Dusamandhan Nirdishtam Iti Pratyavignayate So Tatra Purva so Anena Mantrana By the mantra mentioned the previous passage Tatra Yachatushpada Brahmana A Brahman having these four quarters or four feet Amrutam So Tripadasya Amrutam Devi The three quarters are immortal so, the immortal aspect of Brahman, Dyu Sambandhi Rukam Nirdishtam, so Tripadasya Amrutam Divi, of the three quarters of this entity, there is Brahman, is in Divi, is in heaven. The idea is that Brahman, which is immortal, is associated with heaven, by way of abiding in heaven. Therefore, so, Brahmana Tripadamrutam, so the previous passage said that the three quarters of Brahman that are immortal are in heaven. Meaning that the immortal Brahman was described as associated with heaven. Tadeva, that same Brahman or immortal, here also what did he say? Athayat atah paro divaha jyotihi. So it is beyond jyoti. But anyway this beyond heaven so here also Jyoti is associated with Diva or, or heaven. So there also associated in heaven, that it abides in heaven. Here also in heaven, associated with heaven, beyond heaven. Or of which heaven is the, is a boundary. So whether abides in heaven or having heaven as boundary, in both the passages heaven is mentioned as that which is associated with Jyoti or the entity associated with heaven. Associated in heaven is mentioned in both of them in the previous mantra as well as in this passage. So therefore, do samanda nirdishtam. Therefore, this yat or that we should understand as Brahman because Brahman was described as associated with heaven in the previous passage and here also the entity Jyoti is described as associated with Brahman, I mean associated with heaven. Therefore, the same entity comes to mind. So this is that and also in associated with heaven. Therefore, Brahman, which was mentioned earlier, is brought to memory here. <coughs> then, Ratna Prabhupada says, Nanu, yet Agneha, Ashta Kapalaha, 
इत्यत्र यत् पदस्य अप्राकृतार्थकत्वम दुष्टम इति सो यू से यत इज व्हाट प्रसिद्धार्थवाचित्वात यत शब्दस्य सो द वर्ड यत और द प्रोनाउन यत शुड ऑलवेज ब्रिंग टू माइंड समथिंग दैट इज ऑलरेडी नोन सो हियर द पूर्व पक्ष गिव्स एन एग्जांपल ऑफ कर्मकांड सिस देयर आर टाइम देयर आर केसेस आल्सो वेयर यत डज ही मेंशन यत इज मीन समथिंग दैट इज नॉट नोन so sometimes this pronoun yet also is used for something that is not known yet agni ashta kapalah you know ashta kapala connected with the agni ityatra yet padasya aprakrutarthakatvam that yet does not mean something that is in discussion you know yet means something that is going to talked about sometimes you say idam idam means this but doesn't mean this it means what we are going to talk about it is in his mind so he says this but we don't know what that this is that you know only when he talks about further so also this yet in that ashtakapala so agneha ashtakapala that yet does not mean something that you know something that he may know so that yet does not refer to something that is already known so yet padasya aprakrutharthakatvam that the word yet is not doesn't mean something that is under discussion drushtam so yet you say that yet should always mention mean something that is all in the discussion see there is an exception there so tatparityajya so bhashyakara says tatparityajya prakrutam jyotih kalpayatah prakrutahana aprakruta prakriye prasajjyata so tatparityajya giving up the commonly common meaning of the yat meaning that it should talk about something already known so tatparityajya so you want to give up that commonly understood meaning or the use of this pronoun yat and then aprakrutam kalpayatah so prakrutam jyoti kalp jyoti kalpayatah and taking example of somewhere like the astakapalo you want to say that yet does not mean what is in discussion it means something new namely an elemental or the worldly light prakrutahana aprakruta prakriye prasajjayatam in that case prakrutahana you are discarding something that is all in a discussion and aprakruta prakriya and <coughs> bringing something which is not in discussion now that's not right <coughs> unless the situation warrants it it is not right that all of us when you talk about something that is not the topic of discussion so when you are discussing a topic in this case brahman all of us when you bring some elemental light then this listener can never make out you know he cannot actually connect these things so each passage should be connected to previous passage that is why even when they talk about a sutra they always give all kind of sangati so when they talk about adhikaranam how this adhikarana topic is connected this particular quarter to this chapter to the whole brahma sutra to the whole shastra and to life basically vedanta has connection with life because vedanta talks about our life otherwise we are not interested we are interested in ourselves basically atmastu kamaya what is dear to me is myself and my concerns i mean you go to listen to any vedanta whatever it is is if vedanta talks about something relevant to you then you can be interested 
Because I am concerned about myself and my life and my problems and whatever I have. And if you can throw some light on that, then I will be interested. What you talk about may be something wonderful. So what? But if I, if I am not connect, there is a connection. So Vedanta is, becomes interesting provided it is connected to me. That's why the Vedanta teacher has to show that Vedanta talks about our life, day-to-day life. It's, and it talks about us. So it's connected to me. And then, that's how Vedanta becomes relevant. And then, Vedanta then talks about whatever, you know, so Brahma, then other things become relevant. So then Vedanta is talked about in Brahma Sutra. So Vedanta is the, Vedanta talks about self, and the self is the subject of Brahma Sutra. Therefore Brahma Sutra becomes relevant. And this is chapter of Brahma Sutra, so chapter becomes relevant. This quarter chapter, the quarter becomes relevant. This topic in the quarter, so therefore the topic becomes relevant. Sutra in the topic, so Sutra becomes relevant. So we are utilitarian. We will only, we will only spend time and make an effort for something that is directly or at least indirectly relevant to us. Otherwise the human being should not, not only will not, he should not also. We should not waste our time. Should not in fact spend our effort in something that is not relevant. And that is, so we cannot just do something which is for the sake of doing it. That nobody, prayojana anudishya namandobi pravartate. So even a dull-witted person does not engage in an activity which does not, which doesn't have a purpose to serve. So we always do something that has purpose to serve for ourselves. So now you are talking about Brahma. All of a sudden you talk about something which is unconnected. Then we cannot connect it. We cannot, there is no thread or continuity there. So therefore, prakrutam so parityajya. So what is actually uh, under discussion? Prakrutam. And then prakrutam jodi kalpayataha. That is prakrutam is prakruta, so prakrutehe jatam. So that which is an elemental life. So prakrutahana a prakruta prakriye. You are discarding what is under discussion and suddenly bringing in something which is not the topic under discussion. That's a defect. Prasadjayatam. So these two problems will come that you are discarding what is under discussion and bringing into picture what is not relevant topic at all. <coughs> but we already told you that yet Agneya Astakapala, that the word yet did not refer to anything that is known. How about that? So says Ratnava, Tatra Yagasya Anyataha Prasiddhe Abhavena. So there, that section in the Karmakanda talks about a particular Yaga, which is so far, because it is presenting something Apurva. Apurva means something not known so far. So Vidhi Apurva Vidhi. Then it enjoins something which so far is not known to you. That, what is it? Swami, I have this problem here. All right. Saint Hanuman Chalice 7 is Apurva. He never knew that Hanuman Chalice any connection with his life or with what he is going through. He said, no, do this. Josadabhara Pathakara Koi Chutai Bandi Mahasukhavai. With Chant Hanuman Chalice 100 times, then you will be released from all bondage. So he did not know. So this is Apurva. Then when you talk, Apurva means something unknown, then it is quite appropriate, you know, that you can use the pronoun which doesn't refer to something that is known to that person. He is known to you but not known to him. So you are using was known to you, but as for that person, it is not, not known to him. So, 
Yagasya Anyatha Prasiddha hai. Shruti knows what Yaga is. The listener, this person does not know. So he know, does not know about the Yaga from any other source. So Pramana or the means of knowledge available to him, by that, there is no way for him to know that this Yaga has anything to do with heaven or with happiness. Sanyataha Prasiddha Bhavena Apurvatvat. So Yaga, a particular ritual, is Apurva, is unknown. Agatya yadaha apasiddhartatvam asidam. Agatya means because there is no other way. Therefore, that word yat in that passage was interpreted as meaning something which is not known. But when gati is there, agatya. So when you have no other choice, then alone you will go for aprakruda prakriya. Then only you will go for something that is not known to you. But here, as long as Prakruta prakriya is there. So, prak- then so long you should not go for aprakruta. Meaning that as long as there is a continuity of thought, so long you should establish that and you should not go for something which is giving a discarding. So, what is that discussion? Should not go for something that is something new. <coughs> so, there, because it is aprakruta, not under discussion, therefore you would interpret the word yet as something that is not known so far. Yehatu purvakya prasiddhasya brahmana. But here that's not the case. Here you don't have to discard the current idea. Yehatu purvakya prasiddhasya brahmana. Here in the purvakya, brahman was under discussion. Dyu sammandena pratyabhignyadasya. So that also brahman was in the heaven. Here also brahman is heaven, having this jyotis, heaven as a boundary. So both the entities are associated with dew or heaven. Therefore, it brings you to your mind, oh, this is, heaven is a boundary and that was in the heaven. So, that's how dew sambandena pratyabhignyadasya because of the relationship with the dew or heaven, it brings pratyabhignya, you recognize that the same entity is talked about here. Yadarthatva nishchayat. So, here it is possible to very properly or logically establish that the yat in this passage refers to the entity talked about in the previous passage, namely Brahma. Yat pada ekartaka jyotih padasyabi and therefore, so atha yat atah paro jyotihi, that yat is connected with jyoti, yat jyotihi. Therefore, yat pada ekartaka jyotih padasyabi and yat is having assuming the samadhikaranyam with word jyoti. Therefore, yat means jyoti. So, yeah, Brahma means yat and yat means jyoti. Therefore, jyoti should mean Brahma. So, Brahman is A, yat is B and jyoti is C. So, first of all, Brahman is yat. And yat enjoy the same adhikarana as jyoti. Therefore, yat means jyoti. Therefore, Brahman is jyoti. So, jyoti means Brahman. That's how. <coughs> so, yavartha ityat. Therefore, the word Jyoti also should mean Brahman. Yat means Brahman. <coughs> so, this is how, you know, the, the discussion goes on as to how the word, this pronoun Yat, is so Pratyavigna, it brings to our mind what is under discussion. <coughs> okay, we'll continue tomorrow. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate 
ಸ್ವಾಧ್ಯಾ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯದೆ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವ ಬಾಲರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತ ಈಶ್ವರೋ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿಣೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ನಮಃ ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಓ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಓ